Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats from Japan. I am here at Shinjuku Central Park. As you can see, and here, it's beautiful. There's a lot of noise. There's a waterfall right behind me. There's what I think is cicadas being very loud. So thank you to them for joining me here live for this, this wonderful episode. This episode is the Day 5 Recap. Day 5 was another good one. The theme of this trip is just how unbelievable and life-changing it has been. And Day 5, we're about to get to it, was no different. Started at the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame, which is connected to the Tokyo Dome. So, you go to the Tokyo Dome, you might as well go to the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame, which is right there. A lot of cool stuff in there. There's Shohei Otani shrines, and Shohei Otani is not in the Hall of Fame there yet. He will be, but he's not eligible to enter yet. But his stuff is all throughout. The first pitch he ever threw in a professional game in Japan is there and signed. So is the last professional pitch he ever threw in Japan. So that's cool. There's some cleats there. There's a bat. There's a signed jersey. There's a lot of very cool Shohei Otani stuff. But one thing I want to mention here before all the things inside, you really gain an appreciation for how rich and deep-rooted baseball is in the Japanese culture. I had no idea. Um, there is hundreds, a hundred plus years of history in this Hall of Fame. You know, think if you've been to Cooperstown, then Cooperstown. It's not quite as big, but there's plaques everywhere hundreds of plaques on the wall of players from past and uh, some players I knew as well, Hideo Nomo, Hideki Matsui was there, um, plenty of guys, Ichiro will be inducted there soon, but he has stuff everywhere. Yeah. One cool thing I really liked, there was a Babe Ruth poster, and you may not think you'd be going into the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame and seeing Babe Ruth, but that you do. A big, massive poster of Babe Ruth. It was really, really cool. Now, the reason for this is because a long time ago when Babe Ruth was playing, there was basically a Major League Baseball all-star team put together to tour around Japan in the course of the however long they were there. Almost half a million people, it was, 500,000 people came out to see this team. They went from stadium to stadium, visited a bunch of different sites, Half a million people came out to see them. And Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, tons of big time guys that I love and want to go see at the Hall of Fame. He can go to the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame and see that poster of Babe Ruth. But it's really, really cool. It says Japanese, American at the top. It's kind of a combination of, of, of both cultures, which is really cool to see. But uh, the history there is so deep rooted. I love walking around. I took it all in. There's also, there are two WBC trophies, WBC World Baseball Classic, that is coming up here in a couple of months, uh, in March of next year. The World Baseball Classic will be back underway. Team Japan won it in back-to-back -back years in 2006 and 2009. 
They have the trophies sitting in the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame. A lot of videos playing from those teams as well. It's really cool to see all that. The, the baseball history in Japan. You know, it's part of the reason I'm out here. Was to, to learn a lot more about Shohei, but also to really just dive into the Japanese baseball culture. And uh, being at the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame, I learned a lot about it and uh, just how deeply rooted in history it is here as well, which many people in America might not understand. You know, this baseball is the number one sport in Japan. And I think in America, look, baseball is known as America's pastime, but we don't really realize how massive it plays, how massive of a role it plays here in Japan. It is so important to this culture and you can really feel it. I feel it just being here and I felt it again going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So it was cool. And I recorded a podcast yesterday from the Baseball Hall of Fame. But from there, I went to a meetup. The a planned meetup that we had, it was in front of the Tokyo Dome. Uh, we had promoted this one for about 24 hours. I had no idea the response I would get, and I truly mean no idea. Uh, as you all know from listening to this, the response I have gotten here has been overwhelming. It has been unbelievable. But you never really know. Like, you plan a meetup, how many people are going to come? Was it going to be 10? Was it going to be 50? Was it going to be 100 people? I walk around the corner for this planned meetup, and there were hundreds of people. Hundreds. The first thing I noticed, one, all of the people, two, the signs that were made. Welcome to Japan, Ben. Ben, we love you. There was a flippin' bats sign. It said flippin' bats, thank you for making baseball fun for everybody. I love you. A little girl, probably eight to ten years old, made that for me. And it was the flippin' bats artwork. It was so cool, it made me very emotional. I'm becoming a big staff. Who am I kidding? I've been a big staff, but out here I've been emotional quite a bit, and uh, this meetup was special. There were hundreds of people, as I mentioned, probably 200 people when I first walked around the corner. I get there, I say hi, I wave, I say, let's go show Hitotani, and then I just started taking pictures and signing autographs. And at one point, I was probably 10, 15 minutes in to signing and taking pictures with everybody. And I looked around and the crowd had grown. There were probably altogether 300 people that had been there from start to finish. This was planned for one hour. I was gonna do a one hour meetup. How much can you fit in in one hour? A lot, and it wasn't enough. I ended up there for two hours. I had producers saying, hey Ben, time to roll, are you good? And the answer was no. I, my goal was to take a picture and sign an autograph that they wanted for every single person that was there. And I am proud to report that I did it. Um, there were still people around when we were leaving, but I think it was people that were just too shy to come up and say hi because they were just taking photos, not with me, but of me. But of everybody that wanted a picture, I did it. And that was really cool. But it wasn't without tons of autographs, tons of smiling, tons of stories that I will have for a lifetime. One woman traveled four hours, four hours, just to be there, to see me. What? 
Are you kidding me? And you know, I've said this a few times, but with every single day, I start gaining a more and more and more of an understanding of what this is. And I've said in the past, this isn't about me, it's about Shohei. And that is true, but there's more to it. The, the appreciation here, the, the love and respect and the outpouring of enthusiasm to seeing me, it's about Shohei, but it's, it's about, I am, I am their voice on the other side of the world. They can't speak English, I am speaking it for them on the other side of the entire world. And that becomes so apparent the more and more I've been here. The thank you. The people are typing on their phone in Japanese and Google Translate and telling me what they want to tell me. People are saying thank you. And this is what's becoming so apparent. I am the voice of so many people here. I am their voice in America. And man, how is that not an emotional thing to hear? That's special. That's really, really special. And um, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of responsibility. Uh, I'm fine. I talk a lot about Shohei, and I feel like I do it well, and I do it almost every day. But it's a lot of responsibility to, to hear what I've heard out here, and that's really special. And this meetup wasn't without its gifts. Um, I have accrued 100-plus gifts to this point. Um, and every single one has meant so much to me. I have gone through them all. I appreciate them all. Anything from candy, um, food, ramen, beer, jerseys, pictures, paintings, magazines, earplugs. I mean, wind chimes, I could go on and on. But it's all back to what I said. It's just a massive appreciation for uh, me doing what I do uh, on the other side of the world. But, uh, you know, it, it wasn't even, it's not even just me to this point. It's not. I have producers here with me, and they've been in pictures of mine out here. I've talked about them in episodes. I've talked about them in the very first episode. One of the producers uh, almost burned this all down. We almost didn't even, we almost didn't even get to experience all this because it's beef jerky got taken before we even got through customs. But, guess what? As I'm talking about the producers, more and more people are starting to know them. And at this meetup, they were taking pictures. Pictures of them, pictures with them, drawing pictures of them. One of my producers got a picture drawn of him, like a character. And it was great. I love it. It was to a T. It was perfect. It was the, the, the detail was great. And guess what? I know I told that story day one about the beef jerky. I got beef jerky yesterday to give to the producer that couldn't get in, couldn't get his beef jerky in here. Multiple people brought packs of beef jerky just for him. How cool is that? Also, how cool is that for, for the floating basket? Like, you're listening on day one and four days later, you're bringing that producer beef jerky. That's just really cool. So, uh, the day was already unbelievable, and that could have wrapped the day there, but it didn't. Yesterday was a jam-packed day. Probably, 
the longest day we've had here, day two or three. One of the days in Iwate was a very long day as well, but this one rivals it for sure. Um, so from the meetup, went to NHK. NHK is the biggest news company out here. The biggest news source here is what I've been told. And I went on the news live. Uh, so I got asked to do that from the meetup, got in a van, went there. It wasn't too far away. Uh, it was pretty late at night here, so pull up at night. It's a massive building. I didn't know what to expect, but on the way there, I was told, hey, this is the biggest news source and millions of people will be listening. To which I thought, wait a second. I'm in Japan. I don't speak Japanese great. I'm learning. But I'm going on a live newscast with millions of people listening for an hour. We get there. The experience again was just so cool. Walk in the building, get taken upstairs, escorted upstairs, where I have uh, a room where me and my producers could sit that said Fox Sports, Ben Verlander. It was my, my dressing room, my waiting room. Had a room to go there, and then, uh, then it was time to go into the studio. I got to go in before I had to go live, because there was a rehearsal and stuff. I went into the studio, and it was beautiful. A massive studio, lights, plenty of props, tons of Shohei Otani. There was a life-size Shohei Otani like cardboard cutout. There was one of him pitching, and there was one of him hitting. Because I don't know if you guys have heard, but he does both. And they have one of them doing each in the studio. There were also tons of Angels props. The Mets and the Yankees were playing the day I was there. They had their jerseys side by side. The Cubs and the Cardinals were playing as well. They had their jerseys side by side. It was such a cool set. The control room was massive. I work at Fox Sports. There is no, um, there is no limited, there is no limited space for control rooms. There is a control room everywhere I turn in Fox, and there are big, massive control rooms. This was just as impressive as some of the ones I see at Fox. So when you think this news station, think, whoa, this is a massive, massive production. So I walk into this, to the rehearsal, we rehearse everything, and then it was showtime, and let me tell you guys what happened. They wanted me to start the show. So this big set, there are, there are, sort, there are podiums around the set. Nope. Not me. I was starting the show front and center on the middle of this set, in the middle of everything, and I had to speak some Japanese. Now, let me remind you guys, this is a Japanese show, a Japanese baseball show. Um, I don't speak Japanese. I speak between somewhere between 15 and 20 words to this point, and that's growing every single day, and I feel like my Japanese is, I feel like I'm doing pretty well with my Japanese. but. I don't speak Japanese fluently by any means. I had to start this show in front of millions of people. It was just me saying, hi, I'm Ben, welcome to, you know what, I'll just do it. I said, what's up, I'm Ben Verlander, welcome to World Sports News, World Sports MLB, Hajimario, which means, let's go. I had to do that live in front of millions of people. I did it, I nailed it, and then I was on the news for an hour. 
with this crew, and it was it was special. It was a really big production. The people I was doing it with was great. The questions were really cool. Now, if you're wondering how it works, I had an IFB in, which is uh, I, I could hear in my ear. When I would get asked a question live on the show, I had somebody in the control room relaying it in real time in English into my ear. Really cool process. Really, it, it was wild. Um, but we did it. I did it. I also ended the show. Um, just an awesome experience. Uh, I was a little nervous for that, by the way. But did it. Had a lot of show hey questions. Had an Aaron Judge question and Albert Pujols question. But the NHK experience was a wild one. Um, but now it's time for a fun segment that I've been doing since I've been out here in Japan. So important. It made it to Japan. One thing that very clearly made it to Japan was my brother, Justin Verlander, and what he did, uh, it's today, here, but I, I don't even know what day it is in America, but his outing for the Astros against the Minnesota Twins was historic. He carried a no-hitter through six innings, was taken out of the game after, after six innings, because of his pitch count. He was at like 91, 92 pitches. So he wasn't going to complete the no-hitter without throwing 150 pitches. And look, he's coming off of Tommy John. Didn't pitch for two years. He's having a better year numbers-wise than he has arguably ever had in his career, including the year that he won MVP. This start was historic. He became the first Astros pitcher ever to have six or more innings pitched 10 or more strikeouts, zero hits, and zero walks. First Astro ever. He's also the second oldest to ever do that, behind only Randy Johnson, second oldest pitcher to ever do that. Justin, I am so proud of you. This is incredible what you are doing. I woke up early to watch you here in Japan, and um, I'm just so pumped and so proud of you for what you're doing. Um, I get asked all the time what the secret is. There's no secret. Anybody that knows Justin, anybody that's been watching him over the course of his long career knows that, hey, he's just one of the greatest of all time. And, um, you know, even without pitching for two years, he's come back after Tommy John. He had worked so hard on himself and so hard on his arm to get back. And I'm not surprised in the least. Did I expect these numbers? I mean, no. Like, this is the best numbers of his career. But would I have expected uh, greatness? Absolutely. And greatness is what we're seeing. Justin, I am so proud of you and what you're doing. And uh, I am up early here in Tokyo just to watch you pitch, as I do every single start. So just another historical start for Justin. It was unbelievable. Another thing that made it out here, the Los Angeles Angels. They're for sale? Maybe. The Angels owner, Artie Moreno, has started the formal process at looking into selling the team. This is a big deal. Forbes values the Angels at $2.2 billion, the ninth most valuable team in all of Major League Baseball. Now, that might come as a surprise to hear. Why is that? Well, probably because of Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani. Anybody, any team that has those two guys on it is going to be extremely valuable. But this is a big deal. The Angels need to win. 
They need, they need a change. I'm not a GM. I'm not an owner. I don't know how to tell them to change and to start winning, but this is a big deal. This change is big. Uh, the owner is looking into selling the team, and hopefully, in the near future, the Angels are winning. Everybody wants Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in the playoffs together, winning baseball games, and uh, change was necessary, and I didn't know how it was going to come, but this is a big, big step, and I woke up this morning, and that news just hit me right in the face. Marty Moreno is looking in to selling the team after years and years of being the owner there. Another thing out here, a lot of news making its way out here. Walker Bueller, friend of the pod, undergoes Tommy John surgery, is out for, obviously, the remainder of this year. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. But now, the strong majority of next year, if not all of next year, this timing, uh, this timing rivals when my brother got Tommy John surgery at the end of that, uh, at the end of the 2020 season, he wound up missing all of 21, all of 2021. So Walker Bueller will miss all of this year, the majority of last year, and who knows, may try and get back to the stretch run next year. But this is a big blow to the Dodgers. Walker Bueller, like I said, friend of the podcast, I'm a big fan of his. I want him to do well. He is an absolute stud on the mound. He is an important piece. He is the ace of the Dodgers staff. This is a big blow. What do they do now? What are their plans? Well, obviously this year, there's not much more you can do. They knew he was done for the year, but what are you doing the offseason? You're without your ace. You go get somebody? Well, knowing the Dodgers, yes, they're gonna go out and get probably the biggest guy on the market. But now it kind of, I don't wanna say forces their hand, but this really pushes them even more so to, hey, we need to go do something now because without our ace, our pitching staff is not as good as it once was. But they'll still be fine. The Dodgers are a very good baseball team. They will get into the playoffs. They will be a force to be reckoned with there. And uh, I wish Walker Bueller a speedy recovery, a fast recovery, and I would love to see you back out on the mound, hopefully here uh, as soon as we possibly But to finish up, as, as I've been doing with every show, my word of the day, Masa is not here with me right now because, hey, I'm in the middle of Shinjuku Central Park next to a waterfall. And uh, yeah, there's a lot going on here. I don't think he even, I don't think he could find me if we knew. We, we were back up here in the middle of the park and hidden, and this is a really cool area to do it. But I miss Monsa. He will be back on the podcast here soon. But he did give me my Japanese word of the day. I like this one a lot. So this one, my Japanese word of the day is Nito Ryu. Nito Ryu. It means two-way player. This is the word of Shohei Otani. Nito Ryu two-way player, my Japanese word of the day. Oh man, now it's starting to get a little difficult here. I'm going back. We're gonna see all the words I've, I've accrued over the course of this trip. We have Yaku, baseball, Sanshin, strikeout, 
Tanjin Ryu. That's Tanjin Ryu. Tanjin Ryu? No. What was it? Tanjin Perfect game. Tanjin Ryu. Tanjin Ryu. Tanjin Daida means pinch hitter. Nito Ryu, two-way player. And I'm going to get this. Tanzen Gia. Tanzen Gia. Perfect game. <laughs> I'm trying my best here. I feel like I'm doing a great job. I've learned a lot. I'll continue to learn a lot. Hanja Mario I learned last night. That means let's go. This has been a lot of fun. Every episode here has been a blast. I hope you all are enjoying. Hey, had the waterfall on just for this show, apparently. And I turned it off. <laughs> I hope you all are enjoying this trip with me through Japan. This is special. This is a magical trip. It is a life-changing trip, not only for me, but the producers here with me. Uh, I will remember this week for the rest of my life, and my goal with this podcast is just to bring you guys and the entire Flipping Bass community along this journey every single step of the way. I love you all. I love this community. Thank you for listening. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. Flipping Bass Pod, wherever you listen subscribe to it. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch every single episode on on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod as well. Thank you all for listening. This has been awesome. This day is going to be incredible as well. I will tell you all about it tomorrow for another episode of Flippin' Bats.